harvest and glass half full hello everyone and welcome to the podcast of the ordinary maverick this is ajay your host an ordinary maverick sharing real life thoughts and experiences and maverick tips if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet please do so and you'll not miss another episode in keeping with the word of the month curiosity and the alphabet c here's another word contentment for some reason the year has started off with the c's <laughs> We are also dealing with one of the biggest C's, COVID-19. Although that's a complete coincidence. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Coincidence, another C. Guess I'm going a bit C mad or shall I say crazy? Another C. <laughs> well, enough of fooling around. In my last podcast, I spoke about the three C's approach to decision making and have been kind of mulling around uh, with these thoughts in the first three weeks of the new year. Contentment is a very complex word. The dictionary meaning of the word is a state of happiness and satisfaction. It's an emotional, mental state, possibly being drawn from one being at ease with one's situation, body and mind. More like a peaceful state of mind. So as we begin another year I was reflecting on what makes one feel contented and are there special times or occasions that help us acknowledge this feeling even more evidence shows that giving thanks feeling gratitude all helps us feel contented i came across some interesting information celebrating harvests just last week the indian subcontinent celebrated the harvest festival It's observed a bit differently across the different states in India but all signify the same thing. Typically the harvest festival celebrates the main harvest of that part of the world. As there are different climates and crops around the world, one can find celebrations of harvest taking place at various times at different places. The word harvest is derived from the Anglo-Saxon harvest, autumn or the old high german harvest in fact harvest has been a season of rejoicing from the remotest times the common aspect across all these festival is of course giving thanks thanks to the harvest what's interesting is that regardless of the time of the year or the geography of this festival there is always the community celebrations the offerings of food the coming together of families and friends in fact the harvest festivals have been celebrated since ancient times villages came together cooked and had meals often called the harvest supper special meals were cooked and distributed to all and most importantly thanks given for the harvest all in all culminating in the feeling of contentment I remember we have celebrated the harvest festival all across the world as we traveled and lived in different parts. In India, the month of January has several harvest celebrations in different states. Makar Sankranti, Pongal, Uttarayan, Lohri, Magh Bihu, Bhogali Bihu are some of these. It's always been fun celebrating these with family and friends and especially enjoying the special foods and sweets that are associated with the festivals. And then of course one has the Thanksgiving celebration in the US where families come together and give thanks around a special table enjoying the Thanksgiving dinner together. In fact, 
there's not a single country in the world or a single community that does not have a harvest celebration. Isn't that fascinating? Shows how much importance our ancestors gave to life and the very idea of reaping what you sow, as well as creating these moments of celebrating together. It also reminds us that a good harvest can only come from good sowing, good preparation, right? I come from a farming background and spent a lot of time growing up on a farm in a village in rural India. I learned about plants, soil, preparation, sowing, harvesting, etc. from a very young age and it seemed effortless learning as I was experiencing this in front of my eyes. Didn't have to learn it from a book or memorize it. Today's generation does have a challenge there. I remember some years back we had a friend's daughter from the US visiting us and we traveled out to the countryside for a few days. Well, along the way, we saw some banana plantations and I pointed them out. Never expected the reaction I got. It was like, oh, wow, is that a banana tree? Do bananas grow there? Can we stop? I need to take a picture. I was surprised and asked whether this was the first time seeing a banana tree. And she said, yes. Never before I've seen a banana tree being photographed from so many angles and with such awe and wonder. It's like when a child was asked where milk comes from and he answered the local supermarket. He had no idea that milk came from cows or buffaloes. Now don't ask me what a buffalo is. <laughs> What does the world come to? In this era of digitalization, it's easy to forget that our kids are growing up without quite getting those real-life experiences. The harvest festivals reminds us of the importance of the yield of a crop. And it also helps us understand all the preparation, getting the soil ready, the sowing of the seeds, the watering, the nurturing, everything we do to ensure there is a good crop needs to be celebrated and celebrated together. Isn't it interesting to note that all harvest festivals across the world are celebrated as community events. These are definitely not individual family events, but are more the coming together of family, friends and communities to sing, dance and eat together and also to keep traditions strong. In fact, Recipes are also heavily guarded. I attended a Thanksgiving dinner once where the cranberry sauce, potato salad and the pecan pie recipe were handed down over the years and was a strongly kept secret. <laughs> All I can say is that the food was simply delicious. Have you all also experienced this? The food during festivals and celebrations is simply awesomely delicious and one can never recreate that very taste. Personally, I believe it comes from the love, the happiness and the contentment that's in the air. The very fact that the family has gathered together brings that added spice, that added flavor in the food, right? On that note, let me ask you all something. I'm sure you have heard the famous phrase, glass is half empty or half full. It's linked to one's worldview about how one perceives the situation. Also shows the difference between a pessimist and an optimist. 
There's been quite some research on this entire approach and there's a school of thought that believes that the glass is neither half full or half empty. It's always full. Because although one sees the water in the glass at half mark, the rest of the glass is filled with air particles, right? I mean, there's never complete emptiness. So the glass is always full in that sense. Interesting, right? It's January and we have just celebrated the coming of another new year. And this time, all this talk about glass half full or half empty reminds me of the time we have spent New Year's as a family. Just the four of us, my wife and two daughters in a small white Moorish village in Spain. Yes, it was something special. Our girls were still small, not quite teenagers yet, and we decided to do this family holiday covering Spain and Paris in a backpacking mode. <laughs> yes, you heard that right, backpacking. Well, we'll share more on that experience later, but for now, it's the glass half full bit that I want to focus on. There we were, the four of us, in a village in Spain, not knowing a soul, in a sense completely alone and bringing the new year. We went to the town square at midnight, celebrated with the town folks, the local church bell tolled at midnight, there were cheers and people laughing, wishing everyone a new year and just the general feeling of joy. It's indescribable actually when you celebrate something with strangers. For that moment, you are connected. It doesn't matter that you haven't been introduced, don't know names, nothing. You're just enjoying in that moment and feel as one. That's the feeling we got that New Year's Eve in the Spanish village. And from the next day onwards, there was a different feel in the air as we walked in the village. It almost seemed as if we knew everyone. We belonged there. Funny, right? How just those few moments of celebrations can change everything. I'm so glad we were able to give that experience to our girls when they were little. Perhaps it helped them understand a little bit better that the glass is always full. One just needs to have that openness and willingness to experience it. Well, I feel the celebrations of the harvest across the world definitely help us focus on the positive side. By celebrating the harvest together in our communities, we are collectively giving thanks and acknowledging that our cups are half full already. So as we begin the new year, fellow Mavericks, let's all take stock of our half full glasses or shall I say our full glasses? <laughs> Do reflect on it, my friends. Our glasses are actually always full. It's just that we don't quite see it that way. Do keep writing your comments and sharing your feedback at theordinarymaverick at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram, hashtag theordinarymaverick. I love hearing from you. This is Ajay signing off and wishing you have an amazing day and a super amazing year. Keep well, stay safe. Credits. This podcast series was put together as a team effort from the Bhardwaj family. Concept, design, Title, researchers and reviewers Ajay, Sanjana, Avantika and Niharika Bhardwaj Script, Sanjana, cover design, Niharika All rights reserved <laughs>